You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future of Radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. I mean, in a way, I feel like one of those explorers who uh, finds things, you know, kind of way, way like buried back in the jungle. Sure, like a there. buried treasure kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Where you, yeah, buried treasure where you go back there and you. You're like following something. It's like, oh, well, here was an ancient civilization that once existed. How did they survive for all the millennia? Only instead it was basically a spider city in my basement. Oh, that's, that's kind of so it creepy. Yeah. yeah, it was It was a spider a spi- city. The remnants of a spider city? What does the remnants of a spider city even look like? Oh, it was it was clearly many generations in. Oh. It, they died out quite a while ago, but something grand happened there. I was I was oblivious to it. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. We are live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon, and then available via podcast all over the internet. Yes, wherever podcasts can be found, and which is all over finding. the internet. Yes, indeed, yes. it's all over the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, we've got a, we've got a whole bunch of stuff we're going to be talking about today, and we've got a super secret guest, super secret, super secret guest that's going to be joining us here in just every a minute. guest. This is your new tick thing. It's Everything not- is even though it is Aaron. I mean. Our super oh, secret guest. Oh. You ruined the super secretness. Oh. God damn it. All right, we're going to have to wait for the super secret to make sure it's the same one. It might be a different Aaron. That's, that's true. Think. It could be a different one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll never know until two <laughs> minutes from now. Uh, so You'll never know until you know. So part of uh, part of what I was, uh, why I discovered Spider City, I just want to explain that. So this weekend I was... I'm kind of doing a whole, uh, you know, fall cleaning of my house from top to bottom and like just clean everything up because we've got a lot to get like ready from for. From tops to bottoms? From bottom to top, actually, <laughs> this way. So, uh, you know, we have our, our Fun Employment Radio five year anniversary party coming up on November 14th, which is going to be happening at Boss Nova Ballroom. Get tickets at funemploymentradio.com. There's going to be a lot of stuff that goes on, and unfortunately, a lot of it involves my house because. This is where courage is going to be practicing mm-hmm. when the, when the band gets back into town. So that's where we're going to be holding practice. And I haven't used. I've, I've got this practice space in my basement that it's it's essentially it's a room that was dug out of the basement before I I went there. It's completely you know cemented four walls, but it was added on into yeah. the basement. Oh, you're talking like the the gimp room, which we call the gimp yes. room because that is the <laughs> name that's just been adopted. It's called the gimp room. Now there are no gimps in there, ever to my knowledge. However, or I it use, could be full of gimps, and we just don't know it. Well, I mean, I would hope, I would like to think I would know, although I was oblivious <laughs> to Spider City. So the so gimp room is down there. I realized too. I call it the gimp room without ever even. I forget even the meaning of gimp mm-hmm. anymore. I mean, you know, it was it originally it was from the Pulp Fiction thing because that was where they kept the gimp in the gimp room. Yeah, the guy with the with the ball gag and the yeah. leather outfit. Yeah. So even when I talk to my parents about my house, like, oh yeah, no, I was cleaning out the gimp room, and they they they're not going to know the Pulp Fiction reference. No. And I've probably said it over and over to them without even realizing it. And I know they're probably talking to each other like, what, what does he mean by the gimp room? I'm a little concerned by it. And so that, that probably does happen. However, I was cleaning out the gimp room, uh-huh. which is where Courage practices. And there's this little side area of that where I've always just had the storage stuff that I've thrown in the back. And I, I just don't go back there. Mm-hmm. It's this narrow little alley of wood. It's completely completely uh, not even finished like the rest of the of that room is it's just this little section that juts out and finally today or, or this weekend excuse me it was yesterday i decided i needed to go back there and clean it i'm like you know what if i'm gonna do this we're cleaning from top to bottom or bottom to top <laughs> like you're trying to make it not sound like a gay porn magazine <laughs> <laughs> we're cleaning from bottom to top i had to go back in there and clean that thing out. And I realized once I got back in there, I've hardly cleaned that the entire time that I've owned the house. It's just this area where I don't have to go in there. So I've always ignored I've it. I've seen that room. There's a secret area. It's not really a secret area. But it's, it's like in the back? Side, it's okay. a little side section that there's no reason to go back there. However, I realized it's good storage. And I've just been shoving stuff back there for years. Where if it's something I don't know what to do with. I'm like, yeah, throw it on the side section. And then I went back there and did it. And that's when I discovered that, in fact, at some point... There had been quite a collection of spiders that were living there. There were spider carcasses like all over, all over. Their carcasses, shelf. like they're, they're yeah, like many the husks. Ge- many generations had had lived and died there. The scariest part to me though was what were they surviving on back there? That's no longer there because it, it was it's clearly abandoned. It's been extinct. They're probably for years. eating bugs. I mean, if you're in a basement, wouldn't there be yeah, bugs? But, but that many of them, that many of them, 
over that many generations were surviving down there, living all in that little section that I never went to. That's where they lived out their entire lives, the Spider City. Spider City existed, but it's gone now. It's gone now, so whatever happened. However, finding that thing was a little bit unnerving to know that it's been living so in my So what do you house. mean like it's a city? Were there like leftover spider webs or were there just like husks of dead spiders? All of the above, yeah. Oh. All of the above. But okay. nothing, nothing surviving back there now. So whatever happened, the climate changed. I don't know. You know, the world <laughs> went on. Many generations lived and died, and then they moved on to somewhere else, mm-hmm. which is also scary because I don't know where they moved on to. You know where they moved on to? They moved up. What up upstairs? Up into the other parts of no. your house? No, mm-hmm. through uh, the cracks, just, however, just climbing uh, everywhere. Nipples in the chat uh, in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com/slash live said Spider City. At least that room has a name now. That little section does. Yeah, that little section of the room. Mm-hmm. Spider City. Okay, so that's really well. Uh, after you telling I, me that story, I'm really glad that I I did not go over and help you clean the Spider City. Yeah, that's uh, terrifying. I did. Uh, I did find something else though in Spider City, buried back in Spider City. Since Courage is going to be playing, which CourageMusic.com, if you want to see the band, I found something that has been missing for years, and it's this old briefcase. It looks like um, looks like a spy briefcase from like the late '80s, like you'd seen a James Bond. Like somebody should have a handcuff to it, but it's what we kept all so our merch in. Just talking about basically a briefcase. Yeah, but it's it's <laughs> like a metal one, and it used to have a lock on it. I I don't think the lock's there anymore, and it was like a little uh, like a clip lock, not a not a um, not a code one. So, okay. So, but it looks like you should have a, uh, have a, uh, you know. Have it shackled to you. Yeah, have it shackled to you. And that's what we used to always keep our merch in. And I found that back there, the old rock case, as it would be. Mm -hmm. And I opened it up, still full of merchandise. This is how long ago this was. This was after our first album. Like, we put out three. And then, then I lost it somewhere in there. This is where it was the entire time. It was buried back in Spider City. Wow. That's where this thing was. So you just like chucked it somehow, back there, what, 10 years ago? Somehow it ended up there. You know what? Actually, I wasn't even living in that house when he started. I don't know how it ended up there, to be honest. I don't know how it ended up in there. But it had all the stuff, like some original albums, our very first albums we put out. It had our rock trading cards, which we did. Oh, I remember you talking about those before. Yeah, which I'd lost those. I haven't seen them for years. And there they were, the trading cards, because we made ones of each of us. And then with our, our rock stats on the back. Which uh, basically was like how longest guitar solo, most great oh white my God. bootlegs owned, um, and then every one of them for for me Stone and Gavin it was like number of groupie encounters was always zero. We were <laughs> terrible with that. So, but uh, yeah, it was it was awesome. We'll put up a picture of those. Okay, I want to see cool those. To find them because that was the one bonus of Spider City. And well, I'm glad that you did discover Spider City before this upcoming time period. Well, and that's what I was going to say. I was going, to, I was cleaning partially for the courage practices, but the other reason is because between now and November 14th, actually, I'll narrow it down just so you guys know. It's between now and Halloween. So within the next paying, 11 days, I'm going to be paying up on the ghost investigation in my house, ladies and gentlemen. Your super secret guest. It's Aaron Duran. Oh, hi, Greg. Oh, oh hello. Oh, hi, Aaron. Hi. I'm thinking of doing a voice, but then I decided not to do oh, it. Oh, hi, Greg. <laughs> yeah, Aaron and I, randomly enough, I don't think I'm going to be looking Greg. for a ghost in your house, Greg. <laughs> uh, just real quick, Aaron and I, randomly enough, bumped into each other at the DMV last weekend. Yes. Or last week, I guess. Last week, yeah. It was, for uh, Jen Scooter. I know. I never see anybody I know at the DMV. It was yep. very nice to it see It was weird you. to walk in there and like, oh, hi. There's a friendly face. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, the ghost investigation. You want to know what happened as I walked out of that DMV after hmm. you left? Got a ticket. No way. For having an unregistered, unlicensed vehicle. Clearly that- parked in front of the fucking DMV. Isn't that what you were there for? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, my God. Can you get out of that? Well, you have to still send in the money with the letter saying, hey, don't want to pay this, assholes. You were at the DMV. Your honor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Clearly, at the DMV, like, clearly, that was why I was there. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, sixty-five dollar ticket for yeah, an unregistered they... vehicle. That is some bullshit right yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, so you had as good of a time at the DMV sure as did. I did. God, did you get? I'm sorry. Just real quick, as a side note, did you get that bitchy woman? That was the one I had. The one, the older one in the middle. No, the woman I got was actually really nice. The, did you get the younger girl? Yes. All right. Okay, because I didn't like the lady that I was talking to. But I enough can... about that. Yeah. Anyway. Think of things we do like. Let's talk about going to investigate Greg Nibbler's haunted house. I'm so excited. So the ghost investigation has just quick backstory for anybody hearing this for the first time. In earlier this year... Greg's fucked. Yeah, I'm fucked. (laughs) That's the bottom line. 
Earlier this year, I agreed to allow a ghost investigation in my house if Sarah did five minutes of stand-up comedy, which she hates the idea of doing that, at our last listener party. She did it. I said I would have the ghost investigation. I don't want this at all. <laughs> I really don't want it. Um, but I finally get a pay up on it so everybody can stop sending me the emails. I'm doing it. I'm not backing out. It's going to happen. Yeah. And it's going to happen sometime in the next two weeks. Oh, my and gosh. so that's part of the reason, like, I was getting everything, because I know there's going to be cameras all <clears throat> over the house and stuff like that. I so mean, we're, yeah, we're also going to be judging the cleanliness of your home. Uh, see, that's the stuff. No, Aaron, don't even... Well, I guess maybe <laughs> if you distract him with those kind of thoughts, then he'll worry less about the stuff that we're going to unearth. Well, you know I can't help it, because I'm a clean freak anyway. Mm. Well, here's the thing. It's a... <laughs> Basically, three stories and two roommates and animals. You three know, it's, it's a clean of, house. Three stories of terror. But uh, but yeah, if you if you find something, I'm sure you can find somewhere that it's it wouldn't be up to a you know OCD standards. So mm. I'm sure you can find something, especially in the basement. <laughs> um, that, that is one thing. Nothing so, happens in your basement, though, right? No. Um, not not that I'm aware of, except for Spider Cities. Yeah. Spider yeah. City. That'll be rough on me. I'll have to send somebody else in for that. I don't, oh. do, I don't do spiders. Well, oh, well, you're going to have now. to. We're all in this together. Spiders are gone now. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, then. Spider City's all cleaned up. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's extinct. It? No. I mean... Because he sure didn't know it existed until today. I'm sure <laughs> more spiders could be coming back in there. It is a basement. Uh, there, there will be spiders. And they spiders. were probably actually eating each other. Spiders are cannibals. Could be. It could be. Oh, see, there you go. And there's the answer to the age-old question, what were they Ma- eating? And maybe the, it was what the, were they eating in Maybe there? it was yeah. the remnants of a giant battle. Or didn't you also have, like, a bee nest in there once? A hive? Yes, he had bees in the walls. No, 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 no. That was in the no-man's section of the basement. <laughs> that was in the dirt side. Okay, the dirt side yeah, of the basement. Yeah, it was not in the walls. Yes. Okay. Your, yes. your house sounds like a battle mat from, like, D&D. Spider City, No Man's Land, The Hole. <laughs> oh, I the like the name. Wasp Hive. It makes Rodent it- Tunnels. Yeah, well, no, minus those things. But yeah, no, that's what I, I like to name everything. Here be bones. Mm-hmm. Get yeah, room. I have uh, the compound is outside. That's Your like home really is there, a yeah. D&D map. Uh-huh. The compound, the gimp room, <laughs> spider city. There's no man's land. That's the dirt side that's all walled off where the pipes are. Uh, there's the basement. And then upstairs, the, a lot of st- that stuff doesn't really have names necessarily. It'll be Ghost the hobble. name of some. <laughs> Eunice's mm-hmm. room. Well, that, Choke corner. Oh, yeah, there's that. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. little doors everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And there's like the 70s wallpaper room or 60s wallpaper room. Yeah. That's upstairs. That's upstairs. And which then I'm assuming all the bones in the yard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's bones in the yard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, the bones weren't found in the compound. I'm so area. excited to go into the crawl space that you haven't gone into since you moved into this place. No, I went in there uh, about a year ago because that's when this whole ghost thing got started back up again because mm-hmm. I just inexplicably went in there and that's when I remembered the doors for the... Floor. The floor, the, the door, door floors. floors, yeah, where it's old the doors that are laid as floors. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff back in there. Oh, I should bring a breathing um, mask. Uh, yeah, it's going into uh, it's going in. Yeah, I mean, there's there's insulation in there and dust and yeah. I don't know. And I don't go in there. I don't go in there. Probably <laughs> Jesus. So no, I want to ask you. They wouldn't though, have let you buy it if they had asbestos. Yeah, yeah, they caught that. Um, all right, Aaron, I want to ask you. So yes, Greg. With this ghost, <laughs> the ghost investigation that is going to happen. Mm. So you are going to be leading this thing. Yeah. It's been walk, a while. I'm a little rusty, but I'm excited. Well, can you walk me through exactly how this happens? Like, what what do we do? What are the first steps when you show up on the day of well, the ghost investigation? We'll get some interviews with you where you'll have to tell us everything that happens or everything that has happened, kind of recap it. Okay. Uh, and basically, what, with myself, and I know we're going to have some cameras there, mm-hmm. we'll um, just kind of walk with you. Basically, when it's still... It, I'm guessing we're going to do this in the evening, so it won't be that light out anyway because of the mm-hmm. time of year. But it, it won't be, like, night. Okay. Uh, so we'll go through with, like, all the lights on and all that good stuff and just, you know, take us through every part of your house where you've experienced things or maybe a roommate has experienced things or maybe where animals freak out. And we're just going to get... Like baseline readings, okay. like check EMF, just you know, like kind of like when you're recording something, get room tone. Okay, so we kind of know what we're going into mm. once it's so really this is nice. before the yeah tonight. yeah yeah okay yeah, and then once like the investigation, I mean it's that is part of the investigation, but once the proper like you know nighttime happens, yeah, we know because we'll cut the power, okay, or at least the we're areas cut the power, the throw switches, yeah, okay, we All can right. like leave your kitchen on so we don't have to worry about your fridge or anything if you want. 
Yeah, it's fine. I mean, if we're just doing it for a little bit, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you'll be yeah, all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be like a power outage for a few hours, so yeah, it's not going to hurt anything. to think about that. Meaning because right. that way we know that any sounds we get are not like an appliance kicking on sure. or a vent kicking on. Oh, that's that's the reasoning. Okay, I was I was yeah. understanding. That makes a lot of sense. And you don't want a lot of power going through the house because that can throw off readings. Mm-hmm. That way if we get readings, it's not a power line all right. in the house. Okay. So we'll do all that. But the whole time we're doing that, just that, day, quote, daytime stuff, mm-hmm. um, like we'll bring the digital recorders because sometimes you pick shit up while you're doing that. Okay. So, um, okay. And we'll do like some kind of instant real-time feedback, um, like every few hours, you know, because we'll, one of the things I'm looking forward to is just leaving you in that crawl space by yourself. Oh, my God. For like an hour. An hour? With the editor. What do you mean? I can't sit in there for an hour. With like the, <laughs> with like the, uh, the, uh, the digital recorder. I don't want to sit we'll in there for questions. an hour. Well, we, it, it, we'll see. I thought this was going to be like five minutes. I'm in there like, eh, okay. No, yeah, no, yeah. no. You got to really sit there oh, and spend some time man. in it. Oh, dude. Oh, I don't God. I don't know if I could be in there for an hour yeah. with the lights yeah, off. Yeah, an hour sounds like a really dark. long time. Uh, I'll fine. go crazy. We'll be busy working, Sarah. You won't notice that hour at all. <laughs> Greg's just going to be sitting in. Oh, creepy. <sighs> Well, All because right. you're you're a primary focus and trigger trigger object. Clearly, like, yeah, you're the thing it goes after. It is yeah. him. Yeah, you're right. I know. Oh God, an hour in that room. Yeah. Do you still have that little Star Trek thing? The little thing that chirped. I do somewhere. Oh, right. yeah, so yeah. we got to bring that bring that yeah. out. Uh-huh. Yeah, because it did play with that. Yeah. So we'll put it back in the room where it's at and see if it'll mm-hmm. activate that again. Basically, try to recreate some things. Okay, so like it since it was in like the first like the Greg's spare bedroom where we used yeah. to record it, like yeah. put that back on the shelf where yeah. it was. I think that's a good spot. Okay, and then have you said that cupboards have been opened or have been closed that you didn't realize? Uh, that part, honestly, I'm. Uh, I mean, to be to be honest, I've heard things in the kitchen, but I can't verify that. Well, that was, like, well, something that could have well, been something. No, and related. that's also where uh, your roommate. David says that that's where uh, Marvel oh, talks yes. to the she bats in the air just in the kitchen there and plays with that. something. Yeah, with Mama. I, mean, I mean cats are weird, but yeah, I mean cats are weird. She's a weird cat, but there is <laughs> she does go in there and she'll sit there and stare up just in the kitchen like meow meow meow, meow and then like roll around the ground like. Bat well, we'll see hand. what we get. I don't know. We'll try, maybe we'll try some some light confrontation voices. What do you mean confrontation? I don't want st- to get draw them out. Like what? D- give me an example. No. No, can I have it? But well, because it says stuff like, if you have moved cupboards in here before, prove you can do it again. Oh. Prove that you're here. Oh. You know, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. This isn't your home anymore, so fight for it. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not going to ask you to fight for it. What? Hell no. Fight That's an example. It? I'm not saying we'll say fight that. Fight for it. Is that the best you've got? But it's stuff like that. So we'll spend a few hours in your house. We'll probably be done around four or five, I bet. <sighs> And then everyone just kind of gets some sleep because that's what you need to do. And then, uh, you know, the following day we'll start going over footage and stuff. And I got to see if the, the person, some of the person helping us has, man, if they had infrared, that'd be awesome. Uh, I think that might be uh, a possibility. Or any, or any kind of night. Or any kind of night. Yeah, vision. I think so. I think the camera. Because I want to see if we can try and capture some orbs or whatnot moving around. Here. I believe he if there does are have that stuff. Yeah. Oh, so. I'm excited. <sighs> Oh, oh so I'm, we'll I'm do, still nervous. About trying to think where we should do the Ouija session. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to. What are you going to ask on a Ouija session? I don't know. Well, like, these questions like you know, is there someone here? You know, no, Greg no. has dreamed of someone named Eunice. Is there a Eunice? Well, ask if there's a Eunice. Oh God, dude! I, or I, do we just ask them to spell their name? This is making and me see if it spells Eunice. Uh, so, David, your um, Greg's roommate's in the chat, and he says uh, Marvel does play with someone in the kitchen who isn't there. And prior to the other roommate moving in, when that room was empty, the door to his room made a lot of noise. So here's the thing about that, um, and this is uh, our other roommate's room. Yeah, and he's. Yeah, he's very reluctant about the ghost investigation. He's, I got him on board. He's not really aware that uh, stuff has happened in his room. Never when anyone's living there. Like, when anyone's living in that room, it's completely quiet. Like, actually, it's a really nice space. Yeah. And that room is empty. When I'm between roommates, then weird stuff happens in that room. I think it's Never with anyone in there. You're room. the focus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be exciting. I think it's going to be, gonna be fun. It's going to be horrifying. We may not find anything, Greg. It may all be in your head. There may that, be nothing there that's, at all. That's the thing I'm talking about. Like, if we don't find anything, then I'm just going to seem crazy. I know that years ago we captured that one EVP, so I know I have heard something before. Yeah, yeah we did. We captured that little girl, and we got something in the when we did the uh, seafood place downtown. Well, yeah, but that was a Yeah, but house. no, I mean at Greg's house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's something in your house. There's yeah. so much. Sarah's certain of it. Uh, well, it'll be good. Can't back out now. Yeah. No, I'm not backing out. No, I know you're not, but I'm just saying you can't anyway. <laughs> so. Yeah. 
I hope we don't stir anything up. I don't want to stir something. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? Well, I mean, now that we're getting closer to it, I can probably tell you the actual risks involved. What are the risks? Well, it's fine. Tell me the risks. There aren't, there aren't any. I'm just mouth? trying to get you all. Oh. What are the risks? <laughs> oh, see, Aaron's good. He's backpedaling now because yeah. he doesn't want to psych you out. You'll be fine. Do we have that high? I I have been trying to find it on my computer. I, I think it was it was on my other one. I, I've yeah. got it. I've got it at home in like yeah. the archive stuff. Yeah, I can. The, I can get the, yeah, it. Yeah, was it like hi? The little girl's voice. Hi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was during when you were talking too. Oh, that was creepy. What is the? What are the risks here? What What can we? Now you've got. I don't really, really think there, something. Up. I don't really think there are. I mean, there are some that there are, there are. Okay, let me. Go there back. are entities that can attach themselves to you and follow you when you leave a, a, a place, but that's if you're being stupid. Well, it can leave and fall. It can leave my place. That's fine. It'll follow one of you guys. Home. Yeah, and I don't think that's going to be the your issue problem with this now. One. So, I mean, say that there is. The I've dealt with some freaky shit. Your house is not um, unless your house has just got one hell of a surprise waiting for us. I have done some freaky shit. Your house isn't... No offense, your house is not going to come close to some of the shit that I've dealt with when I used to work with Clyde. Well, good. I've been, I've been slammed against a wall. I mean... Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> so say we stir something up, and then now it's aware that I'm aware. Well, then it's always it been gonna, aware that you're aware. Well, that's uh, where we're going to... Well, I here's ignore where, a lot. Here's <laughs> well, here's... If there's something there, we can determine if it's residual and it's just playing out something over and over again. Uh-huh. Or if oh, it's Oh, if it's in like a loop? Yeah, or if it's intelligent and reacting at you. I don't think the fact it's in the a fact r- that Greg loop. has been choked by something before and it responds to him suggests that it is not a residual that's just playing a loop. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, oh, you're coming around. You think something's there? No, if there is something, I don't think it's residual because that's not the same. thing. Oh, and the boy. Did you ever think of a name? What did you call the boy? I don't think I had a name for oh, him. Oh, little curly haired boy. Yeah, he down just the stairs. Comes in Man, my room. it all leads to that attic area. He just comes in my. Ro- yeah, he wants to play. That's a, that's what he wants to do. Uh, we should bring a little ball. <laughs> oh God! <gasps> to try and play with him? Yeah, put it at the top of the stairs and see if we can get him to push the ball down and oh play my with us. God, fuck that, dude! <laughs> uh, I'll pick one up on the way home. Stop by Walgreens. Right. It'll Damn be it. fine. Okay. It's gonna be fun. They're fun to Man, do. And if we catch a ball moving. There's nobody around. That is going to freak me the <laughs> fuck out. Anyway, all the results, everything we find is going to be put into a video. It will be played at the listener party. So at jazzed. the anniversary party. November 14th, Bossa Nova Ballroom. So you need to get tickets to see this. $10. FunEmploymentRadio.com. What it is going to be that you're going to see, we do not know yet, but that's yeah, the excitement. Yeah. <laughs> For all we know, there could be nothing other than uh, the video just could just be... You know, at the listener event, the listener party, it could just be, you know, you being creeped out. For yeah. However and long. then maybe it could Which be... Which will uh, still be entertaining. I know, I was going to say, then it can be cut as a movie called, like, The Mental Unraveling of Greg Nibbler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, that's... Okay, I've had enough... Good I, times. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't even want to... Can we go to something... Can we go to World of Crazy? Because I'm so unnerved by this. This is going to be my entire week. I bet I don't sleep the entire time. Because I'm going to be so nervous about oh, strings. Like, right. maybe this is my last week of, of sanity. Maybe this is the last week where I get to I actually know. go to sleep at Looking night. Look at yourself in the mirror right now. You're wary past sanity already, I you think. You are yeah. nutty today. Yeah. 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 And Greg, the shirt even came like flying off before the show. Well, that was because of something <laughs> the else. Stuff. Yeah. No, I know. That's it. It's fine. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. <laughs> Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. <gasps> Oh, let's see. Where to begin? Where to begin? All right. Uh, there's an online petition. Petition? I can't even talk. Uh, an online petition that has been launched by some concerned moms over the fact that Toys R Us has been selling Breaking Bad toys that come mm-hmm. along with a suitcase and um, of cash and a bag of toy meth. <laughs> there are Breaking Bad toys? There are Breaking oh, yeah. Bad There's toys. That for are there. children, though? I mean, I could see it maybe like not things really. from another world or something. but Not really. I mean, yeah, they're... Kids are not playing with their Breaking Bad toys. Like, it's not like an eight-year-old is... Well, they might be, but no. It's it's people our age okay. buying mm-hmm. action figures that then they just either leave in the package or they take out the package and put on a shelf and then never touch again. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, they just have a Gotta remain display. in mid condition. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, this woman's name is uh, Susan Shriver. She's a mom from uh, Fort Myers, Florida, has decided that she wants to launch her one-woman campaign and took it to Change.org, making a petition criticizing Toys R Us for selling Breaking Bad dolls 
complete with the detachable sacks of cash and bags of meth, uh, alongside a whole bunch of other children's toys. So, so far it has over 2,000 supporters. People have signed the petition to try and get them to stop selling the doll. So I think it's just specifically <laughs> that she wants them uh, the dolls um, specifically at Toys R Us. Since it is, you know, packed in with a bunch of like kids, like kids shit, and then yes. a bag of meth. Right. Yeah, but perhaps the bag of meth. The thing is, would they even understand what that is, though? Like if no. a kid was playing with that, they wouldn't know that's a bag of meth. Yeah, they have. No. And I, like I said, a kid is again is not going to be playing with a Walter White action figure. It's a bag of magic beans, Billy. I mean, they're not going <laughs> to know the difference. Oh yeah, there's some Legos too. Someone just posted a picture in the chat. Oh yeah, someone just makes custom. Yeah, there's a lot of customization figures and stuff. That's cool. Kind of cool. I still have never seen that show. It's really good. Yeah. No, yeah, I hear really that. Good. I'm, I'm going to watch like it at some point. Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like how the mom's totally fine with, like, you know, the homoerotic wrestlers. Yes, Action but, figures were, but like... But not the meth sack. <laughs> they're all shirtless and smashing against each other. Yeah. You know, or the army figures that, you know, are, you know, like, I'm going to go play kill. Just stay away from the character with the meth bag. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's so fucked up. I'm sure she's a joyful person to be around. I'm sure Probably. she is. Love to be around. That's her. good old Susan Schreiber. Just a firecracker in bed too. I bet <laughs> that is a busybody looking for something to be angry about. She's totally. such a busybody. <laughs> uh, next up, so this is happening in uh, where's Saginaw, Michigan, Michigan. Michigan. So I Saginaw, believe, Michigan. Uh, I believe I we know a, somebody. I think that's Pontoni country. <laughs> oh. Well, attention, Pontoni. If you ever go back uh, to visit Saginaw, Michigan, it is now able to boast the first of one of these things, which I have ever heard of or has actually existed before. Yes, in Saginaw, there is now a new service available at a funeral home there, and it's drive-through viewings. So if you don't wow. want to get out of your Damn. car, I swear to God. <laughs> so um, it's a new service available at the Saginaw Funeral Home. It's called Paradise Funeral Chapel, and it started uh, offering this option, which allows mourners to pay their last respects on the go. That's somebody that needs to be haunted. The person that's mm. driving through. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, there you are. Right. Yep, yeah, she's dead. Yeah. Furnt, furnt. All right, what happens is, so it's basically... Who wants to go to Sonic? <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically almost like a, going through like a drive through restaurant, So except for this has curtains covering the window. So what you do is you drive through. There are curtains covering the window. Then there are sensors that are affected underneath the pavement after they recognize the presence of a car. Mourners then get three minutes to view the body as music plays and they look inside. Wow, that is amazing. So it's like a peep show for dead bodies, basically? It's a, de- oh. it's a dead body peep show. <gasps> oh! That sounds like a room in Fright Town. Also, yeah. you know it's just Undead gonna, stripper peep show. It's going to be a whole bunch of teenage kids. Yeah, exactly. It'll mm-hmm. be teenage kids. And if you're going to see a loved one through the drive through fuck off. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, it's kind of douchey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess you get a whopping three minutes to watch it as music plays. I don't, I don't know what kind of music they have playing. But, um, yeah, so that's happening in Saginaw at uh, Paradise Funeral, which, by the way, Paradise Funeral Chapel. That's kind of a weird name for a funeral chapel anyway. They all have weird names, though. Yeah. It's always like, Eternal Slumber. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. E- e- yeah. Heavenly Gate. Yeah. <laughs> that, that one's a little too close to something. That's like. true. Uh, <laughs> Put on next. your Nikes and drink your poison. <laughs> Uh, next up, a woman by the name of Geneva Nunez. What's her name? Gene- I'm actually just making it up because I can't really pronounce her real name. Geneva Nunez. Sure, it's not Genevieve? Genevieve. 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 Genevieve Nunez uh, was arrested this past weekend yeah. morning after she was caught <gasps> hiding out in her ex boyfriend's chimney and she got stuck in there. She sounds amazing. <laughs> I wow. know. So Genevieve Nunez uh, said that um, she was stuck for a few hours inside of the chimney <laughs> of the home of a man who had recently ended his relationship with her. Well, the reason the police were alerted was so a neighbor uh, heard the suspect crying from inside the chimney at about 5.45 a.m. this happened yesterday and called 911. The Ventura County Fire Department's uh, search and rescue squad came and found Nunez stuck inside the chimney about eight feet from the top. Now, she'd been there an, an uh, estimated two hours. So in order to free her from the chimney, the rescue crew had to dismantle the chimney and lubricate her with dish soap to be able to squeeze her out of there. <laughs> she was finally removed from the chimney after three hours and was transferred, um, transported to a hospital to be evaluated. She was arrested after the evaluation and uh, was arrested on suspicion of illegal entry and giving false information to police. Uh, her bail set at $2,500 and she is due in court tomorrow. 
So uh, this guy's the guy who broke up with her. It was chimney that she was in. Uh, his name is Lawrence. That's the only thing he's going by. So uh, apparently he had met her online and went out with her five or six times before he ended things recently. So this is a girl who only went out with him five or six right. times, and then she tried to climb in in his chimney. Wow. She also seems magical. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what did she attempt to accomplish? With I that? love you so much. I'll crawl down your I chimney. I don't know. Like I would be more nervous about that. Like is she is that like climbing down to murder him? What is she doing in there? Maybe she just wants She's to bring to s- him presents. <laughs> maybe just it didn't say if she had anything on her person. Like, was she well, gonna maybe hide? she is a present, Sarah. Maybe she was. Because if you're gonna break in, you, I I would think there's easier ways to break in than climbing down the chimney. But not magical. No, it's not magical. That's yeah, true. Maybe no. she was trying to be a special be a, like, like a sec- surprise like, Santa. Yeah. Mm-hmm, through the mm-hmm. chimney. He went to light a fire, and she's going to light his fire. I don't know, something in there. Right. Maybe one of those things. Yeah, I'm not sure how that would work. All right. Did you stop lighting the fire, really? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to. Yeah, I was, I was trying to make it work. Maybe I, it she, still doesn't make sense Maybe to me. she watched some Mary Poppins, and she felt inspired. Could be. I'll be Bert to his Mary. <laughs> <laughs> well, and finally. Chim, chim, chiroo. <laughs> <laughs> Bean writes in the chat, what happened to these people that makes them hide in a chimney level crazy? Well, that's a that's a that's a fair question. That yeah. is a good that's a good scale. Like there's crazy, there's hide in a chimney level crazy. Is that before wear your skin as a jacket crazy? That's totally yeah. before wear okay, your skin that's as the a stage. jacket. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if she was naked. It doesn't say that she was naked, but they did say they had to lube her up with dish soap. Hopefully she How wore big? clothes because going, I mean. Oh, yeah, that'd be rough. That's what I mean. It's hard to find a chimney that big anyway. Yeah. You know, especially if it's a more modern home. That, I mean, that brick you see is usually just for decoration on the outside, and then mm. there's just a tiny little tube in the middle. Yeah. <sighs> so Versus is an old house with an actual proper chimney. There's never a good story that it starts and ends with somebody, you know, getting into a chimney and trying to sneak into someone's house. The only other way crawling into someone's chimney is acceptable at all is if you know for a fact that it's an old house that has some ancient treasure in it and you found a map that told you the treasure is in the chimney and you're just going for the treasure. Totally. I don't know. The idea that I'm so claustrophobic with something like that, where I'd be afraid of getting stuck or closed in, I would never do it, which is also why I don't want to go into the crawl spaces of my attic. Well, that's fine. Wow, I know. I was just thinking about uh, that. I'm like, if you have to sit in there for like a half hour. I didn't know hour. you were claustrophobic. Well, I'm not extreme, but something like that, yeah, yeah. You should get your flu shot before so you don't stress yourself out and weaken your immune system. Oh, it's going to be too late for that. I'm already, I've been stretching out for should, a week and a half over this get thing. It? All right. Get a little poke. <sighs> I don't want to poke. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because these reminding the stories, at least it didn't end with her, you know, like them finding her skeleton in there. Right. You know, like six You'd months later. You'd smell it first. No, yeah. that's, I, I, there are a lot of those stories which just like, they were, Unless you know. he like, wasn't home for like a month. He was on right. vacation or mm-hmm. something. I'm pretty sure you'd still smell that when you came home. Yeah. 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 Well, and finally, a New Jersey <laughs> artist who lives in Hoboken, is speaking out for the first time, talking about his lifelong relationship with his alien lover. (laughs) Yes. Of course, it's not the kind of close encounter. (laughs) That many people discuss, but one New Jersey-based artist says he feels better when he paints about his sexual experiences with aliens. This not-crazy-at-all person uh, named David Huggins... Uh, is going to be starring in a forthcoming documentary about his life and work. And it's aptly titled Love and Saucers. <laughs> now he says, uh, David Huggins says, I lost my virginity to an extraterrestrial woman. It was just a relief when I could start getting the images out of my mind and putting them on canvas. Now Huggins, who lives in Hoboken, says the abductions began when he was a mere eight years old and have continued throughout his entire lifetime. So he's 70 now. He was getting alien tail at eight? He said that he's been having alien sex for 62 years. So uh, in talking about his first encounter with his alien lover, who by the name is named Crescent, Huggins goes on to say about this. uh, He says, she appeared human, except for her large black eyes, a pale pointy face, and a wig. She just decidedly not human, Mm. honestly. She disrobed... Oh, so he's talking about it from a third person because he's writing about. Like, oh, the it's alien porn. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. So she appeared human except for large black eyes, a pointy face, and a wig. Uh, she disrobed. He disrobed. He laid down. She got on top. They consummated the start of their long time and very long distance romance. 
Huggins also doesn't claim that he uh, he claims that not only has he been having a sexy love affair with Crescent for 62 years, he said he has also fathered human alien children all around the galaxy. All around the galaxy, and not yeah. all of them are only with Crescent. He says that he has actually taken other alien lovers yeah, as he's a well. Pimp. Mm-hmm. Man, so if you are, uh, he has an open aliens. alien relationship. Yeah, and he has fathered many. Uh, Human alien children all across the galaxy. Gotta suck for other. I know people that can't get it happen with humans, but he's just polyterrestrial. Mm. I don't know what the right term would be. There you go. I like that. That was ambitious. Yes. Mm. Uh, So if you are interested in. Poly T? If you are interested in seeing what it looks like to have (coughs) magical alien sex with an alien named Crescent, you can Mm. find out. More about David Huggins on the internet. I'm and sure. he's writing it in screenplay format. Oh, he's painting. Uh, he's painting, uh, <laughs> depicting erotic scenes of alien oh, human love. Oh yeah, this is what he paints. So, and if you want to watch his documentary, it's hey, you paint dogs. He paints alien love. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's go. got their thing. Everyone yeah. has their, their their thing they like. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? All right, well, there you have it, my friends. That is your world crazy. Wow, an alien lover. Alien mm. lover named Crescent. Are you trying to do that to Secret Lover? Yes, I that am. Was good. <laughs> no, I've totally made out with a chick before. She was an alien, though. <laughs> you, you guys wouldn't know her. Yeah. She's she from Alpha can't. Centauri. I've had so many alien lovers. Like, you don't even understand. <laughs> they were going to meet your girlfriend. She can't. Yeah. Guys, she's busy. Yeah. She's real. She just lives in Mars. Mm. Right. She's a model there, though. Yeah. Totally hot. And going to school to be a doctor. Yep. She's wonderful. <laughs> wow. You guys just missed her. Yeah, she was here last night. Yeah, that flash you saw at yeah. night, that was her. We totally got it on. <laughs> okay, Greg, you need to stop talking. I want to see how his description of the uh, of it is, too. Like, it's clearly, this this man is probably not right. ever engaged in any lovemaking with a real woman. We'll just say that. She so, took me to Uranus. <laughs> yeah. Know what I mean, guys? <laughs> you know, and then she... Oh, bada bing. And then she took her <laughs> alien robe off and I totally touched her alien boobs mm-hmm. and they were like sand. And then we we made sweet, passionate love together. Stop. And I Everything put my thing, that... Every time you do a voice, you sound exactly like the creepy guy from Trailer Park Boys. And Don you know, ex- from... You sound like Don from Trailer Park Boys. And I'm sorry if that's like a 2% joke. Let your deepest and darkest desires, Have Randy. you seen the new season yet? No. Uh-uh. There's yeah. the this creepy ass <laughs> character on there who's uh, Randy. He works with Randy. Don. His name's Don. <laughs> yes. Don and Donna. Wow. And he is the creepiest thing I think I've ever seen on TV. <laughs> and Greg amazing. just talks like him all the time and he's doing it without even noticing it anymore. Hey, I've made love to hundreds of women, Randy. So you can't see it from where you're at, Sarah. What you're missing, though, is his. He's just kind of tapping his hands as he's talking about <laughs> it. Oh, like little the hands, like yeah. little T-Rex yeah, hands. Yeah, like he's, like like he's kneading mm-hmm. alien boobs. Ew. Oh, yeah, and then she took off her alien robe. <laughs> oh, my God. Four nipples. Yeah. <laughs> Two of them could smell on their own. It was amazing. <laughs> and she totally can't get pregnant unless she wants to because she's an alien. <laughs> All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. <laughs> Let's talk balls. Balls. Made love all over the galaxy. Stop it. <laughs> all right, after the show, Aaron, I'm going to have to play this guy's voice real quick. You'll see, you'll see how unnerving it is. God damn it. Stop it. I showed her the Milky Way. Yeah, her alien parts were really cool. All right, first up in ball talk, we've got this Mr. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning of the Denver Broncos, the team I predicted would win the Super Bowl, I believe, before the season started, has just surpassed the all-time record for touchdown passes over this last weekend. He passed Brett Favre. Favre? Favre's record was 508 touchdown passes during his career. Peyton Manning threw four touchdowns on Sunday and has now reached 510. One can assume he is only going to expand that record throughout the rest of the season, uh, becoming, um, yeah, well, he already is now. He's the all-time touchdown leader for the NFL. Of all time ever. Wow. Yes. So there we go. That seems like it's quite an impressive feat. <laughs> it is It is an impressive feat. That's so, a lot of ball throwing. A lot of ball throwing. Mm-hmm. He's thrown the most balls of, of anyone ever. Um, let's see. Moving on here in ball talk. All right. We're going to go to a little bit of little bit of college football really quick. And I want to play this for you guys. And it's not because I'm necessarily making fun of Lou Holtz's speech impediment. 
But you are. Well, no, it's it's more I can't stand <laughs> Lou Holtz. And I honestly want to see if you guys can figure this out because most there's a bunch of stuff going online of trying to determine what it is that Lou Holtz is saying. So Lou Holtz. I'll explain who Lou Holtz is. <laughs> Lou Holtz is a former coach of Notre Dame and I think Ohio State. He's now a college football analyst. He's this old man who is annoying as fuck okay. and can never say the name of Oregon. It's always, Oregon doesn't belong in the conversation. He hates any team old from the West Eater. Coast. Yeah, oh, definitely an egg eater. Mm-hmm. Hates any team from the West Coast. Just can't stand it. However, he said he tried to utter something <laughs> during a d- during a break in the in the studio on Saturday, and I just want to play it for you and see if you guys can determine what it is. So let me okay. uh, let me. They will get to talk a whole lot more at halftime. I promise. Well, well, I don't get. They bring the egg cold, but they're counting down seven, six, five. What? Okay, what I'm going to play that again. That? that we anticipated. They will get to talk a whole lot more at halftime. I promise. Well, well I don't get. <laughs> they bring the egg cold, but they're counting down seven, six, five. They ain't calm. I, I don't know. It's but, a but, mystery. Uh, uh, Here, I'll do it one more time. Anticipated. They will get to talk a whole lot more at halftime. I promise. Well, well I don't get. <laughs> they bring the egg cold, but they're counting down seven. Five. What's the? Some, I heard I don't can corn. I don't can. I don't rinse. can corn. I don't, I don't can corn. You I don't think can that's corn. Anticipated. They will get to talk a oh, whole oh, lot oh, more oh, at halftime. I promise. Well, well I don't get. <laughs> they bring the egg cone, but they're counting down <laughs> seven six five. I, I and mean, I thought EVPs were hard to figure out. Yeah, yeah I've, I've got a head comb. That's, Say, they act uh, calm. I've, I've got a head. head Why I'm, in, I'm kind of fascinated by this. We anticipated they will get to talk a whole lot more at halftime. I promise. Well, well I don't get. <laughs> they bring the egg cold, but they're counting down seven six. I got to tell you, Brian, they ain't calm, but they're breaking down six five. I think guy's saying, named Brian. I'm not sure. What is what no, game is no, this? No, the at? guy's name is Reese. Oh, um, it's in between. In between one of the games, I'm not even wow. sure. I think he's saying, "Well, well I got to bring my head comb. I got to bring my head comb." One more time. That we anticipated, they will get to talk a whole lot more at halftime. I promise. Well, well I don't get. <laughs> they bring the head comb, but they're counting down yeah. seven six five. All right, you've got to stop. Yeah, it's just <laughs> stop. I can't take it anymore. It's mesmerizing. It kind of is, but you've got to stop. <laughs> it is being noted. People are agreeing with you that it's like an EVP. Yeah. All right, well, there we go. Anyway, moving on to ball talk. Well, you're going to move out. Well, go ahead and comb. All right, we have uh, this story. <laughs> Let's go to this, the World Series. It's going to be taking place. Both teams have been settled upon. It is going to be the San Francisco Giants versus the Kansas City Royals. Oh, boy. Game one will be happening tomorrow, which is Tuesday, about uh, 4 p.m. Pacific time. And it will be will take place in Kansas City, where the first game is going to be. Third game will be in San Francisco, and I do have this story. So San Francisco got into the World Series uh, by beating... Um, who were they playing? <laughs> now I've already forgot who they were playing. doesn't matter. It's baseball. It's good Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Cardinals. <laughs> and they won with a walk-off home run in the ninth inning by uh, San Francisco Giant Travis Ishikawa. So Travis Ishikawa hit the home run. There was a fan out there that actually caught the ball. And a lot of times, you know, they can hold on to that and they could get a lot of money. Especially right now in San Francisco. That'd yeah. be worth mm-hmm. a ton. Oh, yeah. The game-winning home run that sent them to the World Series, especially if they end up winning the World Series. But the guy got the ball and apparently took about 300 pictures, he said, with fans all around him who wanted to take pictures with the ball. And then contacted the Giants and said... I don't want to hold on to this. Uh, this guy hit this home run. I know if it was me, if it were me, I would want that in my trophy case at home. Yeah. So I'd like to give it back to him. And the cool. Giants arranged it. And so the guy showed up, gave him back his ball, and uh, said, and they asked him, you know, what would you want? And the, Travis Chicago gave him, you know, thanked him, gave him like an autograph. He said, well, I'd like tickets to the World Series because that'd be great. And they told him that probably wouldn't happen. They ended up changing their mind. They gave him tickets to the World Series when they come back to San Francisco on for the for game three, whatever day that'll be. But he said he didn't really care so much about it. The reason he was there, I guess, that night is because his buddy has cancer. And so he had bought tickets to that game just so him and his buddy could go do something fun. And now the two of them are going to get to go to the World Series on top of it. Oh, That's wow. Cool. It's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I don't care about the batter or the ball or any of that. He's like, but this was a fun time with my buddy, and now we get to go to the World Series. 
So, it's kind of a good story. Yeah. Out of it. So, there we go. Moving on to Baltac. Here is this. This is what's happening in San Francisco. Now, of course, we all know the song Royals by Lord. Oh, God, Greg. I can't <laughs> handle this today. The song Royals by Lord, which, of course, was inspired by the New Zealand singer when she saw a picture of George Brett in a National Geographic a long time ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> still weird, man. It's still bizarre. San Francisco radio stations are now going to be enforcing this, a temporary ban of playing Royals in the city of San Francisco until the World Series is over. So they're refusing to play that song. Wow. All right, that's pretty great. Because of the fact that it is inspired it's by like a when, Kansas City. It's like group. when Buffalo instituted the no Bon Jovi rule. Right. And he was wanting to buy it and maybe move it to Toronto. Totally, yeah. Yeah, so this is what San Francisco is doing. They do not want that song played anymore. However, they can play this song, and this comes from my friend Lisa, who sent me this on Friday with just the words... Bluegrass Giant song. So here's a song that's being played now around San Francisco from the Hot Buttered Rum Channel. <laughs> what? Parody or? I think it's original. Anything can happen. It's an even number. So say hey, hey by the SFA. Sit them bags down. It's bye bye, baby. When the Giants are in town. When the Giants are in town. I don't know, it's okay. The Giants are in St. Louis. All right. <laughs> that kind of reminds me of uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou A little bit that would be. It's not bad No No it could be a lot worse I mean yeah If you don't like bluegrass That's it's good. Rocky Top It's a parody of Rocky Top hmm. I, I don't know, know. I don't know Yeah I'm not sure But anyway there you What's go What's good is that That actually takes like Some kind of skill To pull that off Oh yeah work. Unlike people that everyone thinks that since it's quote just talking anybody can rap Which also takes an incredible amount of skill mm-hmm. But right. everyone thinks they can do it And you can't Like yeah, like it's a talent also But everyone thinks I got a microphone I can beat button No stop don't Yeah I would say this if you yeah, that's, that's pretty much it I mean you can't deny that they're, they're a skilled band And at least they know how to play instruments Right Yeah You might hate the music you can hate bluegrass, but at least it's better than somebody with a tape recorder it's basically no, next to a right. microphone trying to rap into YouTube. Yeah, yeah mm. rap on a YouTube video. I mean, it's no uh, rain and blood on the banjo. Yeah, that's true. Which is kind of awesome. Or Johnny Football. Johnny, Johnny Football. Oh. oh yeah, raining blood on the banjo. That's pretty badass. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. You know, though, if you did have a favorite bluegrass song, what you could do, you could get yourself. A sonic sketch made up. Yeah. Is that Rocky what you Top, could do? Whatever Rocky Top is, which I'll have to look that up. <laughs> if uh, you were a bluegrass fan, you could get that made into a sonic sketch. So sonicsketches.com, which thank you so much, everybody, who's been who's been going there and ordering this. If you don't know what it is, I encourage you to go to the website, sonicsketches.com. It's this awesome new site where essentially what they do is they take your favorite song and turn it into visual artwork for wherever you want to put it. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll take a song and convert it into a wave file, which visually is what the wave file is, and it'll come in this package with essentially three panels that you can frame and put up of whatever song you want along with the history and background of the song. Yes. It's really, really very cool artwork. I wonder if they can do that with musical pieces, like from soundtracks. I'm sure, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I know some are probably yeah. too long, so they probably couldn't do it. Because actually, you know. the uh, Reigns of Castamere are one of the so- is one of them that's already oh, really? stocked on the website. No, but I mean, if someone wanted like the Imperial March. Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, I don't. I see bet why you not. can get it. Yeah, because yeah. I've seen like longer songs are, are more shrunk in and like okay. the shorter ones. That'd be cool because they all fit into the three panels. Mm-hmm. Okay, that'd be pretty sweet. Uh, by the way, Rocky Top, you guys, is by the Osborne Brothers, whoever that is. Okay, well, if you there wanted you to go. get the Osborne Brothers, you mm. could order that, or you can order whatever song you want. Or it's it's really good for gifts. We've had a lot of people. People say they've bought it for like anniversaries or for birthday presents, and the holidays are coming up, Sarah. Oh, they sure are. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. So that's a good good idea for that. I'm it's actually getting gift. one for my sister and uh, her husband. Cool. I'm getting their wedding song oh, for them. I know. Very that's cool. gonna look. I know it's gonna look all cool. She's gonna I'm cry. Excited. 
I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you can go to sonicsketches.com. Use the offer code Fun Employment, and it's free shipping anywhere, anywhere in the world, wherever. That's cool. That offer is code awesome. Fun Employment. So there we go. All Sonic right. Well, sketches. we do have, before we take off for the day, we do have a birthday. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes, we do. Yes, and you know who's just too dark. Like you don't know. I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we need to say happy birthday to Megan. 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 Happy birthday, Megan. Happy birthday, Megan. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Boom, boom, boom. Awesome. Happy birthday, Megan. <laughs> I know. I always have to do the bomb, bomb, bomb. Boom, boom. So, Aaron, tonight. Tonight at 5.30 on Drive Time of the Drive-In, I am playing the complete and very hard-to-find sound score and soundtrack to... One of my favorite films of all time, The Monster Squad. Oh! oh Monster oh. Squad. That's right. I'm so excited. The soundtrack is almost impossible to hunt down. I mean, it's probably easier now, but when I got it, I had to work. I actually had to do like a special CD swap on like an old bulletin board and hunt down a rare album from my end so that he would give up his. Wow. Yeah, oh my and, God. It was a, and it was a CD. Uh, it was pressed in 1987 when CDs were still kind of new. Oh, damn. Uh, it was given to members that worked on the crew. So this soundtrack that I have is from a crew member of the Monster Squad. That's he worked in Stan Winston's Effect House. He worked on the Gill Man in the movie. That is awesome. Yeah. That's pretty darn so cool. So jazzed. And that's but it's weird because some of the tracks are only like 30 seconds long because they're actual, they are cues from the film. So it goes in order of the movie. Wow. So, but it's still pretty awesome and I'm yeah. jazzed. Oh, that's going to be awesome. But I'm bummed. I found out yesterday I can't go because the stupid Geek in the City radio Wednesday, mm-hmm. they're screening Monster Squad at the Hollywood, and the director's going to be there doing a Q&A. <gasps> Someone's oh. actually just noting Astro in the chat saying the director writer's going to be there this Friday. Yeah. Oh, Friday? Yeah, so you might not miss it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Maybe we'll be able to work it out. Boo. That's all right. I'll meet him someday. Yes. Someday, somehow, awesome. some way. <laughs> someday. <laughs> but all we got, yep. So that includes, I will also have on there the Monster Squad rap, which is horrible. <laughs> Awesome. So bad, uh, but the "Rock Until You Drop" from the montage, which is an awesome fucking song. Cool, written by the same guy who wrote uh, Splash Dance or Flash Dance. Awesome. Who wrote Maniac. Yeah, and that is all at funemploymentradio.com slash live at about five thirty p.m. Pacific. Heck yeah! Drive time with the driving. Um, send us an email funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call 503-575-9120. Pick up your tickets to the five year anniversary party at funemploymentradio.com now. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, guys. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.